For this week's podcast, we want to re-air a popular episode of ours since the holidays are fast approaching. This weekend, Anson and I have the great pleasure of attending the LGO Annual Gala, hosted by our good friend Arthur Renowitzki and the Life Goes On Foundation. Arthur is one of the hardest working individuals that I know, and his work continues to inspire not only those around him, but those around the world. From basketball to public speaking and spreading his message through music, it is truly an inspiration to witness all the incredible things that he does. Here at Quality Goods, we are honored to be a part of the LGO Annual Gala, and you still can too. Check out the link in the notes of this podcast or in Arthur's bio on Instagram if you would like to join us all for this joyous occasion. We really enjoyed chatting with him about his journey thus far and what he has in store for the future, so we really hope that you will enjoy this conversation as well. So let's get into it and see what's good. What is going on, good people? You are tuned in to the Quality Goods Podcast. I am Chris Beatty. And I'm Anson J. And tonight I am very excited because we have a multi-talented friend of mine, been friends for a very long time now. And, uh, you know, I, I see him all over the world, globe trotting, <laughs> doing all this and that. Tonight I have the founder of the Life Goes On Foundation, Mr. Arthur Renowitzki. How are you doing, my man? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here. And, Thank uh, you for joining us. Very blessed to, to have this opportunity to uh, just hang out with you guys and um, talk about life. You know? Yeah, man. Like, life is all we we have, you know? So let's... Mm -hmm. uh, Keep it moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the people out there who don't know about your foundation, it was uh, founded in 2007, mm -hmm. right? So why don't you just, uh, just tell us a little about your foundation? Yeah, so... Uh, being the founder and executive director of the Life Goes On Foundation, um, our mission is uh, a couple things. Uh, spinal cord injury awareness, um, to stop senseless gun violence. It's a huge problem, deadly epidemic in, in our country right now. Um, and also to work with youth, um, inner city youth uh, in the Bay Area and out and out into uh, other areas of the country. But, you know, just to promote a positive message. Um, and it all stemmed from my story and what had happened to me. Um, people that are listening that don't know, I am living with a spinal cord injury, so I am wheelchair bound and live life every day, literally pushing every day. So um, that's, that's what the mission is. And uh, yeah, that's how it all came about. Yeah, man, pushing is an understatement, man. I yeah. I see you out there doing so much. It's hard to keep track of all the the many things that you get into and that you have your hands on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really love the way that you spread your message. You know, like you've done it through music, through apparel, mm -hmm. and just through being out there in the community. So mm -hmm. I, I really have to applaud you for for everything. Mm -hmm. Are you still making music, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I'm still making music. Um, I have a new project, a new EP I'm dropping in December of December 20th, 1220, um, at the end of the year. Oh, wow. So nice. I'm really excited about that. Um, something that's been in the works. Um, I, I was patient and uh, kind of just really focusing on my foundation and the cause and being in the community. Um, but 
since you know a lot of gun violence has been going on a lot of these mass shootings um you know i really had to get into a zone where i was literally um lights off in my place mm-hmm. lighting up candles getting you know beats sent to me and just writing mm. and that is a form of therapy that helped me right after my injury back in yeah. 2007 yeah, I remember that. and you know 11 years later to this day um it helps me there have therapeutic you know uh, relief from everything that's going on in the world my situation my story and just um to continue to, to stay inspired yeah well you've certainly been a huge inspiration to not only me but people all over the world mm. and it's a really powerful thing and i know music like transcends all boundaries so i think it's really cool that you're getting back into music because yeah i remember that that was how you were spreading your message like mm-hmm. in the early days mm-hmm. and it's cool to see that you've circled back around to that mm-hmm. definitely yeah it's called life goes on i had to name it that mm-hmm. and um the life goes on like i said ep is it's gonna be powerful you know it's gonna be something that um is has been built up and uh, i just really can't wait to to release it and put that out there so yeah well, i'll be can't looking wait. forward to that yeah we'll make sure to link everybody on our page too when it comes out and absolutely know what's going on with it so most definitely so life goes on you got music going on you got some athleisure clothing mm-hmm. I, I would i would call it mm-hmm. very you know stylish simple comfortable mm-hmm. and uh i know that you also do a lot of work with the uh, lgo teen leaders mm-hmm. like can you can you tell me a little about that i know i, I see you out there doing it but yeah. like what <laughs> yeah, what are you guys up to yeah so uh i started uh program underneath the umbrella of my foundation called LGO Teen Leaders and basically it's for teenagers ages 12 up to 17 years old um, teaching them life skills um, teaching them bringing in motivational speakers pro athletes we've had guys from the Warriors Raiders come in share their story of how they came up from the inner city to getting a college degree to you know being a multimillionaire doing what they love you yeah. know what i mean and it's really inspiring to for the kids to see that and to hear it firsthand from them um and it's something that that really uh working with the youth is is something that inspires me it's something that needs to be done because if we're going to get some type of change in the world in a positive direction it has to start with our youth it yeah, has to yes. start with you know the ones that aren't being loved the ones that don't have the you know the mom and the father in the picture um kids that are coming you know out of foster homes, kids that are coming from broken homes that need that love. Um, mm-hmm. That's some a place that we have and we bring them in, um, show them love, show them support, take them on field trips. Like we went to the top of Salesforce Tower the mm-hmm. other day and for them to be at the top floor overlooking the entire Bay Area, um, you know, having a networking session with people from Salesforce that, you know, are of color or are of a background where, you know, they came up from, you know, um, tough a tough situation you know it really uh, gives them inspiration you know to to show that they can chase their dreams they can do whatever they want in life um if they put themselves out there and, and make it happen well, that's so, like a perfect metaphor for that too just seeing the bay area place they've lived all their life but a different perspective of it and just yeah. seeing you know and then like you said getting to see other people of color in these jobs and mm-hmm. or just like knowing that they grew up near you and like oh i could do that you know? mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's awesome most definitely it definitely yeah. i mean that's how i feel like anyone when i was younger that would approach me like just knowing that they were in, into the same things i was into made it like okay i can they know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. i can you know relate to them a lot better sometimes mm-hmm. so. definitely yeah you like remove this layer of mystery like and 
Like you can almost like remove the armor yeah. for a moment, and you could see that it's just a person mm-hmm. underneath it all, and like that you or I could do whatever we want. You know, mm-hmm. nothing is stopping us but ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just showing them that opportunity. So, uh, eleven years into the foundation, uh, you know, you were awarded the California Senate Tenth District Nonprofit of the Year, man. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, applause again yeah, like congrats that, on that congrats on that man like how, how does that how do you you feel after spreading your message for so long and like seeing that how much you impacted the community yeah that was uh that was that was pretty awesome to get a call from a, a senator senator bob wakowski mm-hmm. and have him call me on the phone directly and tell me um that he was awarding uh you know my nonprofit organization yeah. It was it was amazing, um, but it just shows how far we've come, you yeah. know, literally from a hospital bed being in a coma to, you know, seeing that vision when I woke up from a coma and um, now just seeing all the hard work put into it, seeing all of the people behind it um, grow and grow and reach out to more people. It's it's been um it's honestly been a dream like i it's my work it's what i do daily every day like i'm constantly working i'm constantly on the go mm-hmm. like yeah. i'm constantly um, i see you out there yeah, man <laughs> yeah so yeah to see all of the the hard work put into it and to see it make change in a positive direction and um to be awarded stuff like that you know the awards is cool but the most important thing is is just getting our mission when i have a a kid that comes up to me not even a kid a grown adult now Mm -hmm. and they tell me you know you came and spoke to me in juvenile hall and i was you know um not going the right route but after you shared your story you gave me that wristband that said life goes on um it really changed my life and i and i changed my life from that 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 point on that's where it hits you in the heart and it's just like this is why i do it you know this is why i push through the pain and the adversity and the obstacles to get the mission out there it's for stories like that and um honestly like the 11 years of work that i that we've been doing with the team lgo and the foundation and everybody working hard together if we can hear one story like that then all of this all of this work is all worth it you know what i mean because the reason why i started it is because you know um when i woke up from a coma doctor told me i would never walk or talk again i had a trach in my neck i had to communicate through writing on a paper and a pen just to tell my mom i loved her just to tell my mom thank you for being here for me and i remember that i remember that right out of the right out of a coma um and it was you know i'm hooked up to all of these machines and you know tubes down my nose to feed myself and trach in my throat and um the reason why i started lgo is because i didn't want another innocent young person anybody really to go through that situation um so like i said if we could prevent one person from going through that then all of this work is worth it i'll dedicate my whole life to it because i know how hard it is now how how that feels you know um having the time of your life being 20 years old going to a nightclub dancing and then next thing you know you're on your way to san francisco general hospital uh, with a chance that you could really die and i thought that i was really gonna die that night um but you know life goes on you know yeah, <laughs> sure does. and you know um life is life is a funny thing but you know if you don't give up you keep working hard you keep a good circle around you i always say i, I keep a cheerio around me like, <laughs> small solid circle of people that i trust people that love that show love and i you know we 
love back and um you know follow our goals and our dreams every day you know that's that's been the way i've been able to overcome these obstacles definitely uh something i wanted to touch on too was um like you said i mean your life changed instantly uh was like any had you had any experience with nonprofit before that or like how did you like just jump into the afterward knowing like you know now i have a, a clear vision of what i want to do like good question i had no idea about running a nonprofit <laughs> yeah. organization i never like did public speaking um you know the biggest thing was i I took a speech class that before <laughs> yeah. uh, my injury I mean, while I, I was in college. Outgoing dude already. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like man. speaking in front of people is a whole different ball game. Oh yeah. man, it's yeah. like one of the biggest fears that people have. Yeah. In, in the world, you know, mm -hmm. is public speaking. So um, I had no idea what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. Um, it was just the passion that that really drove me to do it. Yeah. So once I got out the hospital. Um, I immediately went to working on it, mm. built a website from scratch, um, got a team around me, um, a small board, and um, submitted the mission and, and all the paperwork to the state of California to get our 501c3 mm. nonprofit organization, you know, locked in. And from then on, I just really started pushing. Uh, I really, I, I reached out to public figures. I reached out, I remember one of the first people that I reached out to was Chewy Gomez when he was on mm, KML yeah, yeah. 106 in the mm -hmm. morning. And I, I went to one of his like toy giveaways mm. that he was doing during Christmas time. I went there, I met up with him, I told him my story, and I told him about the foundation. He said, all right, come on the morning radio the next Monday. Mm. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I went on the morning radio, and it was during traffic hour, and from mm. then on, I started um, getting speaking engagements, mm. and then just went from school to school, got asked to go do a couple juvenile halls in San Francisco County, Alameda wow. County, and just started really pu pushing our mission from there. It's like a domino effect, man. Like, yeah. once you open that box up like once you ask one person hey let me let me tell my story mm -hmm. like the more people that hear it they just they want more mm -hmm. especially back in those days like no one's reposting that like you have to listen <laughs> yeah. to that show in yeah, the morning to, to catch to that. that you yeah. know or be at that drive the toy drive and mm -hmm. see what you're talking about man mm -hmm. so. yeah instagram wasn't popping off yeah that exactly yeah you were doing more that. like myspace and facebook kind mm -hmm. of thing but uh you know he, being on a radio sh radio show a lot of people reached out to yeah. me after that and i, I must have had at least 100 emails almost i want to wow. say just with mm. people that wanted to support yeah just um, how can i just help saying out? thank you for mm. sharing your story yeah, and yeah. thank you for putting that message out there um you know so it's come a long way since then uh, but that was the start and um obviously I, i've never given up on this mission mm -hmm. and, I, and i won't i literally push this till my wheels fall off mm -hmm. <laughs> and i still keep going so man yeah. Well, speaking of pushing wheels, man, I know basketball was another big thing for you mm -hmm. after coming out of the hospital. Like, like how many how many teams have you played on now? Um, so I, I started um, getting into wheelchair basketball. I thought it was a joke at first when mm -hmm. somebody came in and told me you could play basketball still and play in a wheelchair. I didn't believe it, and then until mm. I saw it and seen how dedicated and how, you know, really still how, how athletic these guys are, how they really take their craft seriously, and yeah. it's a really, it's a Paralympic sport. It's mm. not like, you know, a Special Olympic type of sport. Like, these guys train, like, day yeah. and night mm -hmm. um, to be good at their craft, but... um. I remember seeing uh, seeing them, and um, I started a rec league team, and then I got into the NWBA. Um, 
at the third level and then I started playing with the Sacramento Kings I got a tryout with them I played two seasons with them um got top four in the country made the final four in the national tournament in Kentucky oh. mm. and then um my dream was always to play with the Warriors growing yeah, up yeah. <laughs> and I did find my way to do that through this way Man. and it's been like seriously like a dream come to playing with the Warriors with your basketball team and being able to partner with guys like Steph and you know Clay Thompson um, Draymond Green those guys and, and get our, our awareness of our sport out there so uh, this is my second official season playing with the with the Warriors mm. with your basketball season coming up so I'm excited That's dope yeah, yeah I know I've, I've seen you get a few of them in the chair too and and play ball and mm -hmm. looks like a good time man it yeah. looks challenging yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we got to say we, the least yeah we got um sideline reporter Kareth Burke to hop in a chair mm. yeah. <laughs> she was a trooper she really yeah. um did her best to try it out and then uh got jordan bell in a chair nice. mm. so that yeah. was pretty cool um, so yeah, I, I just saw that piece randomly like i had no idea that that you were you know filming a piece yeah. like that and i just was out at a restaurant one day and they had it on and i was like i saw <laughs> kareth burke and another guy in a wheelchair i was like oh i watch arthur is going to be next on the screen and lo and behold it was you mm -hmm. and i was like man of course it is <laughs> So how's it been like rubbing elbows with all all the warriors and and all that and having such a close relationship with a team that's been one of the the best in the NBA uh, arguably ever yeah. you know like you getting to rub elbows with these legendary players man it's it's been crazy um I'll tell you a quick story yeah uh, please meet it when I first met Steph Curry um I waited outside. This was his second year in the league, and it was during a lockout season. And I waited after a game uh, by the tunnel. Um, Riley was just a baby, mm -hmm. uh, his firstborn, and uh, Aisha was there. And I stood out there with a pamphlet, and my life goes on, like, little gear, little care pack. Mm -hmm. And I brought it to the game because I wanted to give it to him yeah. and hopefully run into him. Well, security um, stopped me, and then <laughs> well, I was uh, I was headed towards this way, and then um, I told the security what I wanted to do. So the security said, "Hold on one second, let me ask him if it's okay." He walked over, and then um, said he's like, "Yeah, it's all good." I walked over, told him about it, and he started supporting ever ever since then, um, rocking the gear. Um, helping put the mission out there throughout the years uh help bring my team leaders out to a game a couple times so um just awesome dude another story is um you know javel mcgee right yeah yeah definitely so he has his own um foundation jug life which helps um you know bring uh make wells out in um africa and yeah um, i saw that uh what was it that like baseball game that he hosted mm -hmm. at the at the Oakland at the, Coliseum. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's about that same baseball game. So he did it. He was on the Warriors for two years, and every summer, um, those both of those summers, he hosted the the softball charity game where you have you know some of the Warriors and celebrities and yeah. singers, mm -hmm. artists come out and and be on the team. So. I wanted to be in on the first year. I wasn't able to to be a part of it, and I just kept bugging him because I did his uh, persistence. I, like, I'm ready. Yeah, I said, "Man, come on! I'll play in my ball chair. I can really try it out. Like, let me try it out." And and um, before the the second one, he shoots me a text and says, "Hey, Art, like, uh, good news or bad news?" And I said, um, 
give me the bad news. He said, <laughs> you can't, uh, he said, I, I can't have you play on the team this year. And he said, but the good news is I'll have you as an honorary captain. You could nice. be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty dope that um, I was able to be on the field, you know, slapping hands with Steph and Mayor Libby of Oakland mm-hmm. and just all these cool, you know, public figures that are doing amazing things in the world. And, during the game I asked Steph He had these Bright red Under armor shoes on <laughs> And I asked him I said Hey Dang Steph um, Can Is it Is it cool If I get those shoes um, <laughs> After move, the game <laughs> And uh, Can you sign them to me I want to You know Have it for You know For LGO And um, He looked at me And he thought It was like uh, I don't have any other shoes because he's not going to his locker room <laughs> mm, at the game. Yeah. So he don't have extra shoes or his equipment manager. He's literally just coming from his house to the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oakland Coliseum to play some softball and dip. So he said, "Just you know what? Just meet me by the car. I got you after. So mm. I meet him by his car and um, he took his shoes off, signed them with a Sharpie and then got in his, got in his car and drove home in his socks. <laughs> so that just shows nice. what kind of dude he is. Yeah. Super good dude. Yeah. Um, and I put those in the case and yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be nice yeah. to have those. It's a talking piece for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, you know, Steph has always been one of my favorite warriors and, probably one of my favorite basketball players of all time Just yeah one of the most exciting players to watch yeah. like whether you're a, a golden state warriors fan or not i think it's undeniable how special of a player he is yeah. oh man he's like yeah, yeah. so what, what do you think we're gonna do this year and it's just like him out there just balling out <laughs> he's gonna have um a unanimous unanimous mvp season yeah. like he did yeah. i think i think you might be yeah, right I'm, saying, I'm thinking he's like his, iverson in 2001 just carry it you know his volume of shots is gonna go up like crazy yeah because yeah that's you know, no clay he hasn't, he's no had clay like, and then yeah. you got a young buck and like um d'angelo yeah, russell yeah, coming sure. up that he's just trying to learn the ropes like he mm-hmm. steph curry's gonna be able to pull from half court whenever he wants <laughs> yeah you know? I, I can't wait yeah. yeah, exciting. So I know I know Less you got a, a few other uh, Golden State Warriors stories up your sleeve. What, what can you What can you tell us about when you played uh, ball with Clay Thompson? Um, it was awesome playing ball with Clay Thompson. Uh, he came out to one of our uh, wheelchair basketball practices in Berkeley. Um, hopped in a chair. <laughs> this was in his second year league. His second year in the league, and um, hopped in a chair. Um, played about three games with us. Mm. The first game, he was getting used to being in the chair, <laughs> yep. and, you know, sh- shooting, you know, shooting it and whatnot, um, and just kind of bricked a couple times in the first game. But once he got like how to really use his chair and square up to the basket, he's a pure shooter. Like you don't lose that shot. <laughs> just gotta adjust, adjust mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seated yeah. or not, just. Yeah. <laughs> Draining. He started. He started knocking down threes <laughs> in the chair. Um, you know, so it was cool to have him come out and just experience it. You know, and he was he was a good sport about it, um, about playing, and came out on his own time to to play with us. So that was a cool that was a cool time to to get him out. Um, and it was before, like you know, the finals and all of those championship rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see him grow so much yeah. as a player, as a t- you know, as as a champion, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, I still yeah. remember the first time I saw Clay Thompson play. I was actually living in Los Angeles at the time, and uh, one of my friends that was from Northern California was visiting, um, and she got tickets to the the Warriors game, the Warriors against the 
Lakers, and this was when uh, Steph was not really in yet. I think he was still nursing ankle injuries, but I mm. got to see mm. Clay Thompson and David Lee, and this was like new to me because I was I had been living in L.A. for a few years, not going to Warriors games, and I saw these guys balling out, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that was the start of it all. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. was, definitely. Yeah, so I see him grow. It's been it's been awesome, uh, you know, because a lot of my team team members we we go to games or you know we have like you know times where we go to watch the games together and watch yeah. them. So it's been really cool to see him kind of just blow up right in front of our eyes. You know, become yeah. champs. So yeah, homegrown, mm-hmm. homegrown, definitely. Yeah, Clay's also that guy that's just like. He, he's doing his own thing out there, you yeah. know. He ain't following anybody else's rules. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, definitely. Just plays basketball really well, and then goes and lives his life on the side, mm-hmm. and then comes back and does it. Yeah, I like that. So, you want to share any other basketball stories with us before we move on to something else? I know, I know, you probably have a, a million, mm-hmm. but oh man, one last story there. I'd like to share is. Um, meeting Kevin Durant for the first time and when he first became a warrior uh, that summer I don't know if you remember when they had the big billboard that said welcome KD yeah. mm-hmm. well welcome to the bay KD oh, I, on Oracle well. mm-hmm. um, it was it was crazy it was all over Instagram and social media you know um, but uh, I met him one night in San Francisco and went up to him I gave him my wristband that said life goes on on it. Told him about my story um, about, you know, being affected and being a survivor of senseless gun violence. And he started, you know, sharing with me um, why he wears number 35. For people that don't know why he wears number 35 is um, his mentor and father figure almost um, back in high school, his coach as well, high school coach, uh, right after a game had went home and was on his way to his car when um, somebody ran up, shot him, robbed him, and ran off. Um, He didn't make it. He passed away at the age of 35. So when... Kevin went to uh, you know University of Texas. Yeah. He wore number thirty five all throughout his career with OKC mm-hmm. and the Warriors. He wore number thirty five, but um, told me that story and said he wouldn't take it off. And I you know and throughout the whole year, his first year twenty seventeen, he wore it. And um, I remember a Warriors beat writer um, on his first games, you know, put a tweet out there said. Uh, uh, on Kevin Durant's Warrior debut, he wears a black wristband that says "Life Goes On." Mm, wow. And once I seen that, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like yeah. he really kept his word. Like he mm-hmm. is, you know, it really hit him. You know, yeah. believe to believe in the movement. And of course, like him being affected by gun violence in that way, um, he yeah, wanted I had no to idea. push yeah. that yeah. message. So, um, you know, ever since then, you know been supportive and supportive of me as well with the LGL Foundation and it's just been uh, it's been awesome um, Mark uh, Spears of ESPN did an article on it and once it went national um, it really just really yeah. took off from there everybody was you know reaching out for wristbands reaching out to uh, help spread the movement helps you know um, speak and whatnot be a part of some speaking engagements and things like that so it was really uh, really awesome for him to be able to connect with him on, on that level yeah it's very yeah. cool man I mean you have a super powerful message and you were very persistent in getting it out there and I think that a lot of people can 
take away from that like you know just go for it you know mm-hmm. don't be afraid to like approach somebody and mm-hmm. tell them your story mm-hmm. and you know it's it's i do a lot of peer mentoring with um people that are living in wheelchairs due to senseless gun violence and really it's it's a tough thing to go through obviously but a lot of these um a lot of these young people feel feel like they they're scared you know that mm. that they feel you know um whether it's ptsd or whatever it may be but they kind of end up sheltering themselves and um becoming a prisoner um as hard as as it is you know um living with paralysis or whatnot but not being able to feel like you can go outside mm. or feel like you can go and approach people so I feel, you know, it's motivation for me to go out there to share my story. Because I'm not only sharing my story, I'm sharing stories of millions of people that are affected by senseless gun violence. Millions of people that are, you know, living in chairs that are, um, you know, looking to to just keep pushing every day um, to find some type of hope and some inspiration. So that's the reason why I... I have no fear in going after guys like KD or Steph Curry or um, The Rock or anybody that, you know... um, I can share, you know, what this mission is about. Yeah, something I really like too, because uh, I did get to see that segment too, where they're talking about when KD, um, when you guys linked up, and it was cool. Also, like not only that part of it that kind of related to him, but he was even saying that big transition about coming out to the Bay and how he was the most hated person everywhere but us in the Bay Area, you know, mm-hmm. and realizing like, you know, reminder like, man, you know, like. Yeah, not many just, people fall under that much scrutiny yeah, in their lives know, ever. Like having millions of people <laughs> that you don't even know, don't don't really know yeah. you, but they're mm-hmm. all harping on you. Yeah, like, yeah. Even and imagine. Decided, yeah, and then like to hear someone else's story, like, and it's like a reminder, like man, you just got to keep pushing and getting yeah. through. Yeah, and and you know, um, Katie and I are close in age, so like I I couldn't imagine like all of the scrutiny <laughs> yeah. and all of the people that were hating on them and yeah. you know. Um, tweeting them nasty things and getting death threats and whatnot because he cha- you know wanted <laughs> yeah. to change teams it's it's crazy but um that that message life goes on it, it really um must have hit him hard because he he um responded well and got a ship you know mm-hmm. two years in yep. a row yeah. uh, for moving so yeah thanks um, katie yeah, exactly. uh, I, mean, I miss you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I was talking to chris the other day i was like i'm so shocked he ever came to the warriors i you know yeah. like yeah. oh i remember exactly where i was when i found out the news <laughs> i remember i woke up and i opened my phone and i went on snapchat of all things to the espn feed and it mm. just said like kd mm. to the warriors and i was just like in bed like yes yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh-huh. i was like man this is really not fair now you're like we were good but i was like oh wow that's yeah. messed up but but we deserved it a yeah. long time as warriors fan all of us i'm sure that yeah. <laughs> we, we went through been, those times we've had uh, a lot a huge treat the last five years so definitely yeah. definitely so speaking of huge treats i saw that you got to uh toward the Chase Center recently. Why don't you tell me about the uh, Warriors' new house, man? How's it looking in there? <laughs> oh, it's amazing, man. Mm. It's quite an arena. Uh, they got the biggest scoreboard in the entire league. <laughs> Rightfully um, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, instead of um, uh, 19,500 seats in Oracle, they cut it down to 18,000 flat. And just the screen is so big. I was all the way at the top and 
it doesn't you don't feel like you're in the nosebleed mm, so it's nice. it's kind of cool you know what i mean yeah. um i just hope you know it's bittersweet being from this side of the bay yeah and man. you know going to oracle since i was like five years old same, really. same here For you real. know um so i'm like hopeful that we'll get some real warrior fans in there um and not not, yeah, a, not just bandwagoners yeah, not just yeah. bandwagoners like yeah. the real we believe mm-hmm. diehard dubs fans well, um so we'll see but uh it's an amazing arena and um i was able to shoot on the court which was cool um, i would say that yeah. probably before some of the players even had the opportunity huh you know i'm not sure <laughs> but uh it was, it was definitely early early time to get in there and get some shots up so um i'm excited and um uh, working on in the works right now to do to actually play a game with my team on the floor nice. um, which so would cool. be a, a, an amazing experience break is that, in, o- is that open to the public yeah. can i get some tickets yeah. for that <laughs> <laughs> a little quality goods coverage there you know yeah, you know yeah. if we can yeah, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm gonna um, most likely be going to the uh, the preseason game doing some stuff that I mm-hmm. um, can't really talk about but it's with the Warriors uh, at the Lakers against the Lakers um, Ooh, coming up dope. for the first preseason game nice. so yeah, stay I'm tuned e- for that then I'm yeah. excited I'm excited some, yeah. some real real cool coming up um but yeah, it's great arena, and I'm I'm excited to uh, to have toured it for sure. Yeah, I'm also excited because my dad has company seats at <laughs> Chase Center, so nice. I will be at a few games. You'll be at well, a few thanks, ones. Dad. Yeah. In advance, <laughs> in advance. Yeah, he might not know yet, but yeah, he knows now. <laughs> oh, he he knows he's taking me. Like he took me to my first game. He took me to my last game last season. I get mm. to close it out on a nice. on a good game i think we, we played the lakers and we smashed them mm-hmm. so it was fun nice yeah something that I, I wanted to ask you about which i think this is a few years ago now but uh the whole rewalk thing with eugene uh traversing the whole pacific crest trail man like that it was crazy to me like just seeing like two people that i grew up with like mm-hmm. come together for for something like that yeah. that was yeah that was back in 2015 and um you know i really just kept putting it on to the universe like i kept saying you know i want to walk again i want i'm gonna walk again i will walk again i will walk again and putting it out on facebook and all my therapy sessions and workout sessions and um the start of 2015 in January I get a message from Eugene Yoon and you know we never crossed paths yeah. really we never <laughs> hung out I knew you both very well in high school you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we you know um, didn't know each other like that but he reached out to me and said hey man I want to help you with your goal like um, you know let's meet up I got a plan um, let's grab coffee grab coffee and he says you know I want to want to hike the entire state of california mm. and help you raise awareness for lgo and you know um raise money for a rewalk exoskeleton device which at the time was 80 grand and there's no um no insurance or anything that was paying for it no grants really out there so yeah. um we had to just come up with it and um he literally started from the border of mexico and california and san diego and hiked all the state of California while he was doing his hiking I'm doing some crazy intense physical therapy getting ready to walk in this exoskeleton again for the first time 
and just getting my body ready for it because it takes a lot out of you um, yeah I can imagine yeah. it's like one of the hardest things like I grew up playing football doing two three days hell week like you know having crazy trainers growing up playing wheelchair basketball but this is like on some next level like I'm sore for the whole week type oh, of thing like um, but I was able to work through that knowing that this guy is like hiking like with you know peanut butter eating peanut butter and <laughs> sleeping on a yoga mat in the middle of nowhere and just doing it out of the kindness of his heart you know it was pretty it was a pretty um eye-opening experience to show that you know dang like there's really good people out in this world you yeah, know definitely. and um i wanted to try to surround myself with good people and you know good people came and um so yeah, he he didn't stop at the at the border of state of California. We didn't raise enough money at that time through our GoFundMe page. So he just said, "I'm gonna keep going." Mm. So he kept going from once he got to the border of uh, California, Oregon, went through there, and literally every city that he stops in, he's got a news camera in his face, uh, local news station sharing the story, sharing wow. what it's about, sharing the mission. So it started in San Diego, then we got to LA, ABC Seven LA, mm. and news coverage picked it up. Then in Bakersfield, um, I met up with him there. They covered it in the Bay Area, of course. They covered mm-hmm. it. Uh, I met him in Yosemite down the um, trail, and then they covered it. And then he goes up all through Oregon, stops there. We still didn't raise enough yet. I think we were like almost there. We're mm-hmm. like ten grand off. He's like, I'm gonna keep going, man. <laughs> nice. And this is like all like in a matter of month, like yeah. five six months. He's doing this, he's grinding, just grinding it out. We find out uh, once he gets to the borderline of Washington and Canada uh, <laughs> on my birthday that we had just hit uh, the the amount, the goal, the wow. goal on my birthday. Like, <laughs> that was like a birthday present. Yeah, like, you just uh, waiting. That's all it was. <laughs> I was like, totally blown away about it. And um, he's literally in the snow at this time. Oh, man. And the whole time he's he's broadcasting it too, yeah, like when it gets service on like yeah, Facebook. I, I watched I watched a number of those those streams. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a great experience. It was like amazing, you know. And um, then it picked up nationally. Like CBS Evening News came out um, to come do the story about it and to share it. And you know, it was on the front page newspaper of. of other countries and things like that so it was it was um brought a lot of exposure to our mission and it also funded a way to get this exoskeleton device that seemed like it was so out of reach you know um you know because i don't just have 80 grand (laughs) yeah you could just throw you know put it in and and get it you know even though it's a it means a lot to me it means Mm -hmm. so much to me to be able to get back on my feet again and stand just to stand up yeah you know just stand up give my mom a hug see people eye level you know be eye level with the world again like that means so much but you know i'm working hard you know i'm living in a bay area Mm -hmm. and just to you know live on my own you know and pay for my medical supplies and you know pay for adaptions in my home and Mm -hmm. hand controls in my car and things like that. that's not cheap you know what i mean Uh, let alone to live you know yeah um, the most expensive rent market in the Mm -hmm. country in the country right Mm -hmm. um so you know it was it was a grind but we set a goal and and we crushed it and um you know we were able to make it happen and uh you know i'm forever thankful for that that he took the time and yeah you know dedicated his his life at that moment to do that um it was great 
Yeah, so. now he uh, he has his own uh, foundation, right? It's uh, was it Kin Kin Love Gra? Mm-hmm. Kin yeah. Love Gra. Yeah. yeah, still doing things. I think or I don't. I think he's in Denver. He's in Denver yeah. now. Yeah, he's yeah. in Denver, Colorado now. Yeah, um, I got to reconnect with Eugene a couple of years ago. I think at our high school reunion, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see him for for the first nice. time in a long time, and nice. it, it was really nice. Yeah, super cool yeah. dude, man. Yeah. Yeah, if you for y'all listening, you can go to kinlovegrad.com. I'll, I'll link that too. Why not? Yeah, Eugene, Eugene out there doing doing some things for for people and humanity. Definitely. Dope. Yeah. So I know I haven't been doing a lot of events lately, but I know I've seen you at a bunch. So like, what what do you got going on, man? Like, what, what do you got coming up? Uh, so in December, uh, December 21st, we're going to host uh, our annual um, Night of Resilience Gala event. Uh, so if everyone's listening, save the date and go onto our website, www.lgof.org. And um, there'll be all the information on there. We can buy tickets, you know, be a part of it. But it's going to be awesome. We're going to um, invite a lot of people out, uh, a lot of public figures. And where um, is this hosted at? Congressman, uh, TVA, TV okay. now. So, okay. But, okay. but stay tuned on the website. Um, we're locking in the, the venue coming up. But it, the date is December 21st, and uh, it'll be like a 6 to 11 type of thing. It's a uh, black tie event. Black tie yeah. event. Got to nice. come fancy, nice. folks. Yeah. yeah, suited and booted, and um, yeah, the, the 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 funds raised will go towards our mission uh, to to end senseless gun violence, to work with youth, and to spread spinal cord injury awareness. So, um, just asking everybody to to be a part of it. If you're listening, want to want to join, just log on to our website to find out yeah. how you can do awesome. that. I'm definitely gonna join. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, we'll see us out there. We'll make sure to link up all that, all the stuff on the, on the post for this, and follow up with once we have the date or the the location uh, determined. We'll get all that out there for them. So most definitely, twenty first, yeah. we're ready. Yeah, yeah. It'll be most likely in Oakland. Um, we're looking at a couple places, but Got you. Uh, December twenty first is the date. Cool. It's in my calendar already. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I miss seeing you out at the events, man. I, I haven't. I've slowed down a lot on doing events just because I've been so busy with this podcast and producing content for YouTube. Clothing thing kind of got put on the back burner, but mm-hmm. I'm itching to get back out there again. So I'm hoping to uh, be out at some of those community events. You were just at the uh, Castro Valley Fall Festival, right? Yeah, yeah. We were just at the Castro Valley Fall Festival. Um, my, my my manager, my guy right here, Jesse, was holding it down. Um, nice. You know, setting up. You shout know, out to Jesse. Shout, shout out to Jesse. <laughs> um, my guy Dylan right here, my Whoa. young bull right here, was working hard, <laughs> spreading the movement. We literally talked to hundreds of people, passed out wristbands and pamphlets, got the awareness out there. Um, I was on a microphone, like just sharing my st- the story do. and the mission behind it. So it was a long weekend. We were mm. like super exhausted <laughs> on mo- that Monday, but. You know, um, it was well worth it, and uh, love doing events and festivals, and just connecting with the community yeah. and the people mm-hmm. on a face-to-face level. Yeah, it's the best. You know, when you're out there with the people, you get to meet them. Get, you know, exchange energy, putting positivity out there. Mm-hmm. So now we can get into a segment that uh, we call support quality, and I want to ask you about something 
that has brought quality into your life lately? Now, it could be like a person, a place, a thing, a process. What's something that has brought quality to your life or your business? Um, things that have brought quality to my life, I would have to say just the people that I bring, that I have surround me. Um, you know, like I said, guys like Jesse, guys like Dylan, uh, my trainer uh, named Sean Jackson. He's an amazing individual, like supports 100%, you know, pushes my limits, uh, my brothers. And just the people, like I said, the, the quality people. It's not about having the quantity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you got hella people around you and they're, you know, not positively bringing yeah. you up, then it's, it's no need to have that, that around you. So... Um, like I said earlier, having my circle like a Cheerio of mm -hmm. solid, you know, um, yeah, heart healthy, you know, yeah. heart healthy, <laughs> uplifting individuals is that's that's the the quality that has brought me to um, to be able to do what I do every day mm -hmm. and keep pushing and push this movement. This is keeping because I wouldn't be able to do it without these people around me. Um, it takes a lot, um, so I'm very thankful for that words to live by yeah 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 mm -hmm. across the room pound. air yeah. pounds yeah. air pounds you guys can't see that but we're, we're exchanging love yeah, over here sure but that's definitely something i picked up on just uh, we were kind of talking before the podcast started but just having the different guests on and just hearing their stories and the energy that happens during and after it just feels good you know mm -hmm. and then like i said being able to follow up with the different things that they're all doing it's just good to keep those people around you know and definitely keep up with them so yeah and mm -hmm. You know, I've been fortunate to be in your circle all these years, you know, mm -hmm. like we, the radius grows and, you know, yeah. we, you know, we come, but we come back together, mm -hmm. you know, like it's a beautiful thing. And it's been an absolute pleasure to cross your path all these years, man. Yeah. Likewise, man. Likewise. Exactly. Them good vibes that, that orbit bring you back around oh, every yeah. once in a while, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I shoot off, you know, mm -hmm. but I, I always gravitate yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, where can the uh, where can the people find you online, man? Um, all the social media is um, uh, AR the inspiration, all one word, and then um, our foundations page is Life Goes On Project on all social media outlets, and then our website again is uh, lgof.org. If you want to go in there, and see what we're up to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, support the foundation by getting some gear. Yeah. You know, Definitely. even if it's, it's just a wristband. Gear, folks. Mm -hmm. You know, cool um, just helping spread the awareness and the mission by uh, wearing that gear and putting it out into the world. Um, much appreciated for sure. Dope. Yeah, and I'll be definitely looking forward to that music drop. You know, if you need a like a mixing engineer or you need like a producer <laughs> of some sort, like holler at your boy, man. Man, most definitely. I'm sending you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, but uh, when the music drops, when is that going to be out on all platforms, Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going. We're in the process of uh, working with a distribution deal right now to get. It's going to be on all platforms gotcha. like Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Apple Music, all that. Um, it's just getting yeah, it right. It's in the works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got you, man. Cross the T's. Well, I'm super excited. You got a ton of stuff coming up. Always, I'm, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And this isn't going to be the last time that we collaborate on on something. Yeah. So, thank you guys for doing what you do. Getting you know, being able to use your platform to, to spread good, 
positive stuff out into the world you know good vibes always and uh support you you know you guys 100 percent and everything you guys are doing so well, keep me in the loop next time i'll be back soon yeah man likewise yeah, we know you're busy man so i'm glad that you we were yeah, able to get you in here so yeah. man most definitely yeah, globe trotting all over the place <laughs> yep you know and that's and that's what we're trying to do over here too we're yeah. trying to we're trying to take our message worldwide yeah. we, we got some we got some international listeners we got a few mm-hmm. of you out there i see you we see you I see you on the <laughs> analytics definitely well man it's been an absolute pleasure i know i'm gonna see you soon so this is not like goodbye this is just like a i'll see you later man but uh yeah you could follow us on uh quality goods tv on instagram we got a youtube channel as well yeah check it's linked in certain places like my instagram yeah Yeah, excited to get you guys more video content so yeah my instagram is at mr beatty m-r-b-e-a-t-y yep and i'm at young man old souls so you know check us out and if uh you guys are doing some dope or you know some doing some some good stuff out there let us know we want to have them on and yeah, keep, a, keep, you know, keep supporting quality you know of all kinds that's so. got the goods yeah drop us a comment drop you know subscribe like all, do all those things that people tell you to do when they're putting out stuff <laughs> on social media but uh yeah this was a lovely conversation thanks again arthur mm-hmm. thanks again lgo yep yep till next time we out